you rocking with the village. Welcome to the village. Welcome to the village. It's your man KJ. I have the beautiful Eva Marie in the village. Eva Marie, how you doing? I'm good. Good. So busy, but good. Yes, yes. Just trying to get life and everything else. All right, village. So let's jump into these topics real quick. Here we go. So uh, the first thing, you know, let's let's hit this big one here. Now, if you guys haven't seen the news, I I'm probably going to have to link something to the Facebook page, but. Let's talk about this uh, Beto O'Rourke uh, town hall, and he absolutely destroys, he destroys this dude, right? And rightfully so. Now, I'm laughing because, yes, he destroyed this dude, and he absolutely embarrassed him, and I love it. But the subject matter itself is nothing to laugh about. Uh, so Beto O'Rourke brought up the Uvalde shooting and uh, I believe it's and forgive me if, if my numbers are incorrect village but it's 19 kids two a, two teachers two adults uh, total of 21 if I'm incorrect please correct me I'm okay with that but what really stuck out about this was the way that he lashed out like I think we lost all political. He lost all his political. He was like, look, now I'm coming to at you like a man. And I'm going to tell you how I feel. And again, Village, I will link this to the Facebook page so you guys can see what we're talking about. But even Maria, I'm going to throw it to you. What were your thoughts when like, because it was great. So from everything that I've seen come up, kind of cross my social media ticker, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a very down-to-earth person. Yeah. And I think one of the things that a lot of supporters of Donald Trump liked about him was he was very down-to-earth. He just kind of gave you what he felt in that moment. Mm -hmm. But following him for as many years as most of us our age have. Right. We grew up with him. We know that a lot of what he says, it may be down to earth, but a lot of it is very skewed towards what people want to hear. Of course. What I like about um, Beto is that he is down to earth Mm, in a way that it's like talking to your neighbor, Mm -hmm. right? And the passion he has for gun control the passion he had and and the the limit he has for idiots is is pretty pretty very much at the forefront of who he is Mm -hmm. so i think in that moment he was not thinking about his political career he was not thinking about hey i'm in the middle of a town hall or i'm in the middle of a 
you know, I'm I'm talking for a place where I'm running for candidacy. He literally turned and basically said, you are an idiot in the most honest way possible mm-hmm. and didn't throw any punches. And I think we're really looking for that right now. People really thought that was what they were getting with Donald Trump. And we are finding that that's not the case. So you have this man come in that is very much who we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, what people are looking for. So I think it's going to be interesting. But yeah, he, he absolutely destroyed him in that moment. And mm-hmm. he just like... Like what you're not going to do is this. What you're not going to do is this, especially about this most sensitive topic. Right, because there are What parents. you're not going to do is this. There's there's parents sitting here. Mm-hmm. And, and this is human life. Mm-hmm. This was a tragedy. And what you're not going to do is make light of a tragedy. Exactly. You're not going to, you can't do that. Absolutely not. Uh, so here's my thoughts here. And, and this is a question I'm going to pose to you and even the village. And I'm going to answer it first. But was Beto's response appropriate? I, I think it was. And here's yes. why I think it was appropriate. Because we've gone too far where people have literally said that left is just a bunch of bunch of wusses and they can't stand up for themselves and they're all about the kumbaya that is the complete opposite of what most left people left-leaning liberal-minded political people are not pushovers they just don't fight over things that don't actually concern them right so when i see beto's response when i i've been i've watched it several times i think it's hilarious when i watch that i what i'm hoping for is that america will see that just because we believe a certain ideology or or we believe a certain way politically that we're not pushovers that's the part i think people need to understand i think people see leftists and you know they're just like yeah they were all were birking stocks and you know they all just sing kumbaya and and so yes i said i said birkenstock you said Birkenstocks instead of Birkenstocks, and that is okay. Okay, That's well, okay. whatever they're called. You know what I meant. You know, <laughs> that and their hemp pajamas, you know, stuff like that. Who cares? But at the end of the day, his response to me was spot on because he literally said, no, no, you're not going to come in here and do this. You're not going to do that. And matter of fact, let me show you what I what we really are like. So I absolutely loved it. Was his response appropriate? In my opinion, and Village, this is my opinion, I think it was absolutely appropriate. Even Marie, what do you think? I think sometimes, you know, I think, so there were a lot of things that have been said in probably the last five years in politics that we, people have, hey, you, you, you can't say that. But I think in this moment, it he wasn't saying something inappropriately sexual he wasn't saying something inappropriate um inappropriately demeaning to someone else that in the moment it didn't deserve it and so i think it you know he may come back later and say hey i could have said this in a different way could have because i think as as adults um we all do that we all come back and say hey i meant every every bit of what I said, but I should have said in a more appropriate manner. We all do that. You know, you can't tell me that we all haven't watched something that teaches us to uh, say something more work appropriate. Hey, you're an idiot. 
oh, I don't think that you have correctly researched the information that you're, you know. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I think he needed to shut that down. And I think he showed everyone... I don't know if that was a rally or a town hall, but it was I think a town he, hall. he really showed the depth of of how he felt about what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think that was important. I think that level of honesty is something that's it's very refreshing. And it's and it's it's good for people to see that we aren't pushovers. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um a lot of people, you know, me being who I am, have said but but you just nothing ever phases you and you just you know you choose to live underneath this sunny disposition i'm like because it's a choice mm-hmm. it absolutely has nothing to do with whether i see the the, the honesty of what's happening mm-hmm. it's a choice and they need to understand when it is right and when it is something we need to say we will say it and we will stand up for it we will fight over fight for it but the the stupid things yeah we're not going to yeah but it's 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 very refreshing to have someone be so that brutally honest and open mm-hmm. um in in that's in the political crosshairs is it time do you think we need to see more of, of more liberal-minded left-leaning politicians speak like this and I mean, speak honestly and bluntly, stop mincing words, stop holding back. Like literally, do we need a army of left-leaning Donald Trump sounding politicians? Because I think it's kind of come to that. That's my personal view. Do you think that we're at this point where we need left-leaning politicians to be like, no, fuck you. So I think there's a time and a place Okay. I do think there's a time and a place because you can be very eloquently speaking and still get your point across and completely decimate rooms. Okay. Agreed. You don't, you know, I think in that moment it was appropriate to the moment. Right. Okay. Um, I, I think you can still be honest and, 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 and brutally honest and brutal in what you're saying um, in a more put together manner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's completely possible as someone that was in speech and debate and was, you know, knows, I, you know, I don't want everyone to sound like the ex-president. I really don't because, and and here's the reason, you know, we need people to be, to be able to eloquently put across what they're saying Mm -hmm. with complexity, which is not something he could do. Right. He was not able to do that. So no, I don't want everybody to sound like the ex-president. But I want people, I, I think it is time for more honesty and more emotional fever to definitely be what's put across to the American people. Because gotcha. we are in a very emotionally charged time. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is appropriate, especially in a moment where, you know, they're talking about something that was so tragic and something that is so important and basically someone standing there and laughing. Mm-hmm. And to shut it down, I think sometimes it takes brutal words to shut something like that down. Because yeah. those were very brutal words. Yeah. Is it necessary all the time? No. And it, it definitely, I am not one for insulting someone all the time in that manner. I think what he did was shutting was shutting that person down. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just picking someone and in, in, in insulting them for the 
the jollies of insulting someone. He was shutting down what they were doing. So that's why I think it was appropriate. I don't particularly really want to just have our politicians standing there and insulting each other to insult each other, mm -hmm. you know? But to shut someone down when it's appropriate, yes. Okay, okay. So here's my next question, Eva Marie, uh, and, and we'll wrap this up here soon. But there are some people who are saying that this was actually staged. I don't believe that at all. And, and, and of course, you find that on your more right-leaning, conservative, Republican banter sites, as I call it at this point. Um, but what are your thoughts? I, I don't think so, it was. Here's the thing. I, I listened to it and... I did ask myself if the the laughter did not seem like it was right in the room. The laughter seemed like maybe it wasn't very loud from a next hallway, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did ask myself, was this a coincidental type of interaction? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't think we're ever going to, if it was staged, I don't think we're ever going to know. But why are we asking that question when things are so staged without in within politics in general? Period. Yeah. And here's the thing: the way he spoke was very much um, when things are staged, it's it comes out differently. Having been in having been in theater, having been in in all of that, it mm -hmm. comes out differently. That was literally someone popping off in the moment you can hear it in his voice you can hear it in his wording you can see it on his face that that was not something that was rehearsed at okay. all yeah i mean it from my opinion that was not a rehearsed thing right. that was very much him popping off in that second and saying and shutting down what he perceived as a slight and as a very disrespectful thing that someone was doing. Okay. His back was literally turned from where the sound was coming on and he turned around and he just laid in, okay. you know? Yeah. And it, there wasn't there wasn't a pause, there wasn't anything. Yeah, it was, it was a flawless flow. That's it what was I said a very flawless flow. And the few things I've seen from him before where he's popped off with that kind of fever, Mm. has been the exact same way okay in that second he has i don't want to say lost it because i don't think he loses his temper mm -hmm. he just in that moment he said what he, he had to he say. has he has no he doesn't suffer fools yeah he doesn't suffer bullshit he's going to tell you exactly what he's thinking one more question before we hit our very last question we have two more questions on this one here is beto the voice we need in texas or do we need him in the white house where would you where would you like to see him? I personally right now, I want him to stay in Texas. And I'm gonna ask and I'm gonna state why later. At some point, I would love for him to be in the White House. I think he's the kind of politician that is he's getting people on both sides of the aisle and everyone who's in the middle. He's able to say, Hey, can I get a few minutes of your time? Can I get some of your time? Can I get some of your time? Are you willing to at least listen? Because I will listen to you. So in this moment, I need him in Texas. 
future, I'd like to see him in the White House. Your thoughts? So here's the thing. I don't ever say I want to see someone in the White House that I haven't seen in politics prominently for at least five years. Okay, makes sense. Because here's the thing. People change, their views change, and what we have happening in American politics changes, right? Mm -hmm. So the president we need today may not be the president we need tomorrow. Got it. Right? So in that moment, he may seem like the golden boy that we want in that spot. Now, Mm -hmm. do we want him in Texas? Yes, because there are many, many people in Texas that are like, please send help. They are flying their banners high going we do not agree what's happening in our state and yeah. we cannot leave yeah at this point um, it's gonna be an active god yeah. for abbott to win at, at yeah. this point so to, for texas i think he's a very very good candidate okay for what we need as far as a voice i think he's good all around for politics okay I would like to see where he leads Texas and how he leads Texas because people for a couple of years, right? For several years, yeah. Because people can say, "Oh, we're the greatest thing ever," mm-hmm. but we need to see some. We need to see some feet on the ground, and we need to see some of what he brings in mm-hmm. on a whole. Right. Before I say, "Are you good for Texas? Or are you good for the country?" Got it. That that's I like to see proof in words and mm-hmm. in actions over a period of time. Because we could all be very, very happy with him in the next year. And then he may make decisions that we don't care for two years from now. And one of the problems I think that arose with um, Donald Trump was everybody was, he's the candidate we need in the moment. But as far as politics goes, we didn't see a five year. We didn't see a 15 year. We didn't see a three year. He literally learned to be, quote unquote, president as he was being president. Mm -hmm. He didn't have some of those intricacies we needed to see over time. Now, was he he, the candidate I would have voted for, period? No. But I think a lot of people were taken back by what he did once he had that power. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'd I'd like to see him win Texas and I'd like to see where he takes Texas before I say, yeah, I want to see this man in the White House. Final question. We're going to get personal. You and I have discussed relocating to a different state later on in life after the kids get a little older. If if Beto O'Rourke becomes governor, <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, is Texas back on the relocation map? For me, yes. I want to, I want to see the long game. Okay. And we and, and the thing is we have time for the long game. We do. We have a good eight years of long game. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see some long game and I want to see where Texas as a whole goes. Because even if he gets in as governor, governors are just like presidents. They don't have all the cards and all the power. So therefore, I want to see what Texas as a whole does before I'm like, yeah, that's where I want to spend the, the the golden, beautiful years of my life. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Village. That's our thoughts on the Beto O'Rourke Town Hall. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, get a hold of us on Twitter. I am at Enlighten My Mind. Eve Marie is at Muse Chaotic. I also handle the Village Twitter handle at W to the Village. Uh, we can be heard through several. There's so many. There's so um, many. But the best thing to do, I would say, Village, is to get a hold of us through email. Welcome to the Village at gmail.com. 
And again, check out all of the different sites. We're on Podomatic, we're on Tumblr, we're on Stitcher. Uh, we're on, basically we're on Odyssey, we're on Deezer, pretty much whatever your favorite uh, platform for listening to podcasts, we are there. So go check us out. Eve Marie, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, Village, that's our show. Thank you for your time. We love you. Be blessed. Have a great night. Bye, everyone. Have a great week, guys. Thanks. Thank you.